Welcome everyone to an impromptu episode of The Geek Street. It's only a 1v1 today with me on the ones and twos, my heterosexual life partner, <laughs> Turbo, and I am the algorithm watching everything you do, say, and look up on the internet, and then I show you shit. I don't really do that, but uh, that's usually what the Swamp Ninja says, so I just thought I'd throw it in there. Uh, so Turbo, you received a package from the Big Bad Toy Store. Was this the one that you had let kind of build up your pile of loot, and then they just said we're sending you? Yeah, it was. Just, it wasn't like I said. It wasn't anything super major on the actually the podcast that's actually up on Podbean right now is the one that happened before this. So I was talking about how I accidentally forgot to uh, tell them, no, don't send that to me this month. I'm still thinking I might add a couple of things just to save on shipping. It's the kind of cool thing you do. You can buy it, but you can hold off on it until you want it to ship because you want to, like you put a deposit down and then you yeah, just kind of, you know, so anyway, so I just, I, I let it lapse and then they just charged my card and sent it to me. And I totally forgot what I even had in there. Cause like, I'm always online and I'm always like putting a little alerts in if anything ship, goes yeah. on sale and shit like that. And exactly. I totally forgot to even go back and look at the website, you know, basically a week, but I had the week off. I was home. I was just chilling. I was just fucking around doing things and just got into, you know, and into a routine where I wasn't going online and always checking for toys. So, but then I ended up doing it and ended up making some purchases and, and whatnot. But, you know, so I got the, uh, I got the Dinobots and I was telling the core, uh, class, every, Dinobots, the, right? the core class Dinobots, which actually are going to be combiners mm -hmm. and they're going to form Volcanus. So I have the first three, I have Grimlock, I have Slag and Slug or Sludge. Slag, Sludge. Yeah. And yes. uh, anyway, so I, uh, I have the three of them and they're dope looking figures in their route robot form. Really cool. Transform them to their dinosaurs. You're just like, this is not what I wanted because it just doesn't, it, it doesn't look like the full studio 86. Like I understand they're based on the legacy evolution style, but like, which is kind of a mix between G one and I think G three. And then they, they call it legacy. Um, so I was looking at those and I got them and it, cause like I, I found out they're going to be combiners and I got, I got the one and I'm like, well, that's cool. So I got the other two that were out, out, and I was like, okay. So, and I had them in robot form. They looked killer, killer. And I transformed them today to uh, the, the Dinobot forms. And I'm like, oh, that's disappointing. It's not as G1 as I'd like it to be. But, yeah, but you don't you normally leave those guys in robot form? Like that's, that's what most of the Transformers are left in when they're being displayed as the robot form. Because there's even Transformers that don't actually transform, right? They're in their Oh, robot. yeah. I, I have figures that, that do that. Like I have my my Optimus uh, DLX figure. That's that's a, a a transformer that doesn't transform. And then there's the uh, red design, which are robot enhanced designs, where they focus on the actual sculpt of the robot and like give you some cool articulation, some cool like uh, effects and whatnot. So I have a few of those too. So like I, it's not the fact that the they don't you know, that they transform. It's just more of a, when I transformed them, I was expecting more of a G1 look. And I was just kind of like, oh, it's kind of bulky. They kind of look stubby and kind of weird. Hmm. That's too bad. Uh, <laughs> but
but uh, as we were saying in the, with the big bad toy store stuff, I got I got three figures, and I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked about the uh, the the Superman figure I got. I got the Blackest Night Superman, and it uh, is that the zombie one? That's the zombie one. It's guy. He's yeah, I, that, I sent that some... was pretty. That was badass. I will admit. I don't give a shit about comics or Superman, as you know, but that is a pretty bad badass figure. I have a a weakness for zombie zombified versions of well-known pop culture icons. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking I'm going to, I think I might delve a little more into that line. Uh, I think I want death storm, uh, which is a zombified version of firestorm and he's all black and gray fire. It looks pretty like it, just, just the image alone is just kind of neat on in the comic book. So seeing it in a figure is really kind of cool. Yeah. So I'm looking at that and going that that's, that's probably where I'll go with the, the, maybe the next purchase. I think I might try to get myself a firestorm, but then I got the, uh, I, I read this comic book series called last night on earth. And it was a version of Bruce where he's in an insane asylum. And he thinks that Batman was all just a con, uh, a thing in his mind. And he's tricked to believing that he was just, troubled and was never really batman and then turns out it's because there was an apocalypse the world ended and it's kind of his fault and then it's a batshit crazy story but you know joker's head is in a fucking jar uh (laughs) scarecrow is this half a half a human uh person that has mechanical arms and rides on the back of bane so he basically master blasters uh uh bane he's got these big uh claws that have this uh uh toxin in it and it basically it allows him injecting. to control yeah, yeah he just keeps injecting it into into bane to keep control of him but because bane is just this huge monster. well he's just huge monster that's addicted to the venom and so this is how they control him so there's uh, so i have him and then of course i got the, the uh i got a grifter who's based off a uh a series called the wildcats and he's kind of like this really, uh, just basically kind of like a Black Widow, but a male version. And just really wicked, cool spy. I think he just has super enhanced reflexes and whatnot, whereas Black Widow is just really flexible. That sounds, um, like, a, that sounds like an impulse buy. Uh, no, actually, I've, I've always read, I read the, the Wildcat comic books and he was my favorite character. So it was kind of like... And he was on sale for 12 bucks as opposed to 30. So I'm like, I'll grab it. And it kind of ties in with Red Hood. They kind of have the same kind of uh, style. Like they're, they, they like guns, they like blades, and they're just, you know, kind of mercenary-like. So the, I kind of have them two on the shelf together now. So that's kind of a neat little team up I have on a shelf. Um, so yeah, so that's what, what happened with the, the big bad toy store deal is I, I, I had some figures that I purchased on sale and I just forgot to tell them I wanted to wait and probably add a couple more figures so I could save on save on shipping, but you know, it happens. Now the cool thing is, is, uh, I forgot to mention in the core class series, I did get a nemesis prime. Which yeah, is basically version, right? the black version of Optimus Prime, like the the jet black and and red accents, and he's got he's got an attachment where he's got the Energon axe on his fist, so that's pretty cool. So I, I you know I, I'm enjoying the the new 
the new action on the shelf. Um, I'm hopefully going to be getting some more because uh, Buckshot has told me that she has uh, told Swamp Ninja that some stuff has to get sent down because they're it's it's piling up. So I'm excited to hopefully get a package in the mail with some stuff that I purchased and I totally forgot about and just waiting to receive it. So that'll be interesting. Another pile of loot. Another pile of loot. So I'm just waiting for it to come in. So whenever the Swamp Ninja listens to the buckshot, we'll uh, we'll hopefully see some uh, some new plastic. But yeah, it's it's it, it's kind of funny. Uh, you know, my wife was away for a week, and I, I ended up you know getting a couple like small little toys on sale. But the pile of loot was kind of like, oh, was, I didn't want that to happen. But it, you know, it was a pleasant surprise. So you know, it didn't hurt me any. Yeah. Do you, so with the pile of loot, do you, like, they tell you that they're going to ship. Do you have, like, a last minute thing where you can say, no, don't do it? I probably, there was. I probably just had to respond to the email, but at that point, I just, like, I got the email, and I'm like, what are they talking, I don't remember doing that, and I just kind of let it go, and then my credit card got charged, I'm like, oh, I do remember that now. (laughs) I remember what I was looking at, and then I was just like, oh, well, it's only, it was only 40 bucks, so it wasn't too bad. No, it wasn't like, you know, $400 purchase or anything like that. I'm like, cause you know, that'd be you like, I'm that. sorry. You do that to, to just to see how, like how much you can put in there and how much all the stuff that you'd want. Cause I remember you talking about it. You're like, I have $800 in there right now of stuff that I'd love to have. Yeah. And that, that would be freaking hilarious if they. Oh, I'd be divorced if something like that happened. <laughs> But like I'm smart, I'm smart enough to know not to have that much sitting in there because I, you know, I'm not dumb. Yeah. But like you know, if you have like like I said, I only had like a couple of figures that end up totaling like forty bucks, so it wasn't wasn't anything major. I was just like, oh, I'll come back to that. And then I went and I was on Amazon and looking at the core, the core class Transformers, and they were on a decent price. They had a, like twenty percent off. Cause they're regular 1999 now they're 20 bucks. So I was oh, getting them for ridiculous. So I was getting for them for 15, which is kind of like, you know, they were only 12 when they first came out. So I didn't feel so bad paying the price, but yeah, I was like, Oh, I'm kicking myself for not getting the Optimus. I got the, the Megatron I wanted, but uh, I should have grabbed the Optimus just to have the two of them. You, you can get them online. They're cheap still. Are they? Yeah, not you can, twelve ninety nine anymore though. No, but you're gonna. But if you can still get it before it's secondary market only, you can still yeah. get a retail on a on a website like Amazon or something. I don't want it that bad. I just if I should have just picked it up while I. I don't know why I didn't pick it up. I have no idea why I didn't do it, but I didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, um, I have I have things in my cart right now that I'm thinking on. I might get because like I'm I'm dialed into this core class. These little three and a half inch transformers. I know they're, they're awesome. Pretty, they're awesome, and so now I'm thinking like they're really going the uh, the G1 style. So like I know that they they're doing the the Dinobots. I'm thinking they may do the Constructicons, and maybe they'll make that as like a combiner too. So like I could definitely you know like buy five of those and then get make a Devastator out of that. That would be kind of neat. I'd probably grab those if they come out with those. Yeah. So, and then, like, I believe they're going to try to do the Insecticons. I so wish. that would be dope. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, no, it's. I think they're. I think the next wave is going to have a kickback. So, hmm. so I may, I may delve into that too. So, like, they're, you know, and like you said, they're still around the twenty dollars price point, which isn't so bad. So, if you get one or two a uh, a month, it's not breaking your bank by any means. No. 
but it's the other shit that you get with them. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm trying to I'm trying to limit my uh, my my purchases, but <laughs> I'm just like you know if I see a sale for you know if it's like twelve to if it's between ten to twenty dollars, I'll probably pick it up. Oh, you can't stop yourself when you see that word sale. That little slash across the price. Well, it's not even that. It's like sometimes it's on Amazon and it's free shipping. So I'm just paying for it. Yeah. That's what gets me. When it's free shipping, I'm like, well, fuck, what's 20 bucks? They're going to send me two figures for $20. Well, it's like finding it in the wild, right? Yeah. But you're getting it for, for, yeah, it's like you're paying, you're walking to a store and pick it up. Exactly. And then sometimes you're getting it for less than retail, which is even better. Yeah. You can't pass that up. But yeah. But yeah, sitting um, here looking at my shelves and seeing everything up there, like I have right now, currently in the cart waiting for maybe my my next little purchase is going to be a Thundercracker, uh, a Ratchet, and an Ironhide. What are those in? The the core oh, class. Oh, the, the core. core class. Yeah. So, you know, that's, and they're on sale right now, 50, like I said, 15 a piece. So, and it's free shipping on all three. So I'm just like, okay, 45 bucks and I'll have, I'll have two seekers and two of the core class with, with Optimus plus the Dinobots. Plus I have Soundwave. Um, I have a Shockwave with, uh, with Swamp Ninja and a Sky Warp. So that means then I'd have all three seekers and then I'll have to, you know, and then, you know, delve into like, do I, do I jump in and get the Bumblebee? Or do I get a cliff jumper and just kind of... Oh, you might as well at that point. Well, we'll see. Depends on, like, if they don't, like... I'm trying to... Yeah, like, if I could do all the G1s that way, it'd be pretty cool. Um, So you're not going after Iguanas or uh, whatever that other... I have an Iguanas. Uh, Swamp Ninja has one for me. So, I mean, it was like... I think he got it at Winners for, like, five bucks. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it was, like, kind of like, you know... For five bucks, yes, I'll I'll have it. I doesn't have to go on Ooh, my yeah, shelf, but five bucks. But yeah, but yeah. So that's what I've been, yeah, doing. Like, and then like I I redid all the shelves as I mentioned in the previous podcast, and you know, and then I got the new figures, so that made me rethink where things should kind of go. So a couple things have moved, I guess. Oh, I keep forgetting about the Batrocitus figure, which is bananas. A Batman merged with Atrocitus, and he looks so like his face is just so. It's a comical face, but it's kind of unnerving because it kind of looks like, I hate saying it, it looks like he got hit in the face with a shovel kind of look. Like little Nicky? Sort of, but not really, but kind of like just like the the expression on his, like the draw, like the sculpt of the face doesn't do the comic book justice. It's like kind of like a, like a dumbed down version of the comic book face. So it kind of looks like kind of just, uh, just looks a little off. But it's still yeah. frightening, so it's just kind of it kind of makes me. Uh, I look at it and kind of it, your eye gravitates toward because it, it doesn't look like all the other figures like highly, highly detailed. You're just kind of like, oh, it's a just a, <laughs> a smudged on face. It's kind of interesting. Hmm. But yeah, so I've been playing with like so I just sit here. I've been you know hanging out in the the toy room, doing my thing, playing some video games, reading some comic books, and hanging out with the kid uh, and and that sort of thing. But yeah, that's been my week, man. Like I said, lots, lots, uh, lots got done. Like I hung a couple more Joker dragons, so that looks badass now. I have all three of them hung up. They're hanging from the ceiling with the my uh, Rockstar Superman and my Tyrant Wing Batman, so they're all like fl- uh, floating above the shelves. I 
I mounted a couple of uh, action figure stands where it looks like my figures are flying off the sides of the shelf. So they're kind of on the shelf, but not on the shelf, which is kind of neat. So I did that. I broke a couple too. So I got to get a, get a couple more uh, stands while I was trying to figure out how to make it work. I, I broke a couple. You got to break, break a, a couple things to figure it out. But yeah, other than that, I mean, the, the shelf's looking good. I'm pretty, pretty stoked about it. And like I said, there's always going to be more going on it and, it's going to be fun, man. Right on. So I've got a bit of a, it's not really a rant. It's just, I'm a little puzzled. Um, so this guy on eBay, mm-hmm. he it looks like he's just kind of starting out because he has absolutely no feedback. He's done no transactions. Usually that's a red flag for me, but uh, I usually don't do deals with with people that have zero feedback. But then I think to myself, you know, they got to start somewhere that's kind of silly to be that way. Um, you know, don't do a large deal with them, but you know, something around a hundred bucks, not a big deal. eBay covers you. Like it doesn't matter if the person is a scammer or not. eBay will, you know, they'll make sure you get your money back. That's, that's the big thing. Uh, so anyway, there's this guy on there that that's kind of in that situation, just, you know, zeros. And he had four or five, gi joe 25th anniversary figures which i'm it's kind of like my core class for you okay um i'm going and i'm it's it's uh you know they're the little three and a quarter figures from when we were kids uh the only difference is is you know for our listeners that don't know the only diff- major difference is they're a little more articulated you can move the ankles you can move the hands and you, uh, they don't have the O-ring. They don't have the, the little elastic O-ring. They bend at the, at the waist. Um, so I have, I have nine of them so far, I think. And, you know, I've gone into detail in past podcasts, like how, you know, I got some really good deals from this other person on eBay that I couldn't pass up. And I've got, you know, really cool figures. Got the major figures that I want. You know, the bats, uh, the three versions of the uh, Cobra Commander. Um, I've got a Firefly, a Storm Shadow, um, Destro. You know, I've got some pretty cool friggin' figures. And so I'm, I'm looking at expanding. Uh, they're a little expensive because, you know, they're about 20 years old. They've been out for a while. Um, and, and as I said, I came across this guy that's just starting out and he had four or five figures up. And he's in Canada, which helps. And one of the guys that he had up was a Serpentor, which I've mentioned on past podcasts that I'm after because he was one of my favorite figures as a kid. Um, and he's really hard to find. I haven't seen him any cheaper than $40 anywhere. And most of them are in the States. So you're paying like $30 on top of that for for shipping. And then God knows what they're going to charge you for import fees and taxes and everything else you're probably looking at close to a hundred dollars for a Sepentor figure this guy has one and it's like a starting bid of 32 dollars, or you can buy it now for 49 mm-hmm. and the shipping he's charging is 23 dollars. so it's still pretty expensive so i'm thinking okay well you know i'm not gonna pay 23 dollars shipping for one figure Um, you know, does he have anything else that I would take to make it worth my while? So I'm looking through and he's, he's got figures that I suppose I could, you know, I could talk myself into getting, but meh, I just, you know, I, I let it go for a little bit. And then 
Um, he added a few, like he's adding a few more figures every couple of days. So Ooh. now at this point, he's got four or five figures that I want, like that I would, that okay, I don't which have ones? to talk. So I, I'll get into that. So I'm, I'm just kind of setting it up here. I'm just setting the tone, setting the tone here. So he's got that Serpentor. Uh, he's got like the classic snake eyes with the, with the wolf. And I, you know, that's one that I would take for sure. Um, he's got, uh, one of the dreadnoughts, uh, buzzer and the guy with the, with the chainsaw and he's got uh, major blood, which is a, like a old classic figure from like, you know, the first few episodes. I've always kind of liked major blood. I always wanted him as a kid. Could never find him. Um, he's got like Duke who I don't get too many good guys, but you know, I've got Cobra commander. I kind of want Duke. Uh, and there's a few other guys like he's got Flint. Um, he's got pretty much, I think he's got like 20 figures up there right now. So I'm talking to him and I just said, you know, he's got buy nows on them. Like I mentioned. And I said, you know, I'm interested in Serpentor um <clears throat> serpentor who did i mention that i can't even remember anymore serpentor buzzer major blood and uh, the snake eyes i said you know what would you would you be interested in doing a package deal and what would the what would the shipping be on that so he messages me back and he goes i would just charge you the shipping cost like for all four you'd save on the shipping that's all he wrote he didn't didn't write any like prices or anything like that and i said okay thank you but you know what would you be willing to work out a package deal for those four figures that i mentioned like what would you be looking for for those four figures because i'm thinking we'll get into some negotiations i'm thinking about you know like 80 dollars you know um about 100 and i'd go up to like 110 with shipping like including shipping and all that i think that seems fair um, you know, that's 25 bucks a figure and, uh, never got back to me. So, so I messaged him again. I didn't want to seem too desperate or anything. And I messaged him again and I said, well, at this point it was only after three figures. So then I said, you know, I'm also interested in the major blood figure that you just put up. I'm like, would you be interested in doing a package deal for these guys? And that was two days ago and he's never gotten back to me. And he's since put up like more figures. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you've got zero feedback, and some of these uh, some of these figures have lapsed, so the the um, the auctions have started over at six days again. And I'm thinking to myself, like, no one's gonna buy those off you because you have zero feedback. And I'm thinking a deal with me would get you instant, like four figures. You'd get a four for a feedback right off, like as long as you send me the figures. You know, you'll get a, a point for each and you'll get some positive feedback so you can start, you know, building a, a reputation on eBay. No, nah, doesn't give a shit. Uh, never doesn't want to sell them to me, I guess. Like he just, and I didn't even throw out any dollar figures or anything. Like at least have the class to throw it like some dollar figures. Like, you know, even if he wanted like something silly, like $180 for the four figures, at least throw it out. At least acknowledge that I'm trying to do a deal with you. Like I've got 160, 170 feedback. I'm not some like fucking punk off the street, like looking to scam you off some, 
some GI Joe figures. Like I do deals. That's what I do. Read my feedback. So it just kind of annoys me. I don't like being ignored. You know that. Um, I just, I find that really weird. I, I can't, I can't figure that one out. Like why he must know, like, this is why no one's biting on your shit is because you've got zero feedback. You've got to establish a reputation. Yeah. If this yeah. is, if this is how you do business, you're not going to go very far. No, so it's, that's just, true. it's just weird. It's just weird. And there's like the bitch of it is though, is like these figures, like these are figures I want. And like, I'm not, I don't want to pay like $40 a figure, but uh, like, I also wasn't going to rip this guy off either. Like I was going to come up with something fair for both of us, but I just thought like, how weird. Well, maybe because he's inexperienced, he's just not getting back to his messages as quickly as you'd like. Like maybe he got an influx of email about it and he's just like, oh, well, what do I do here? I thought about that. I have a few people asking me about package deals. Like, what, what do I do? Maybe he's just not, like you said, he's just starting out. He's not savvy about maybe making deals. Maybe he only wants to deal with it as a item by item base basis, which kind of sucks. So he's kind of pigeonholed himself, but you know, maybe he just, he's just not experienced enough yet. I just, yeah, I just thought it was kind of weird because he, the, the first message when he said he'd do combined shipping, he got back to me within probably like two or three hours, but this is like two or three days. And I know he's been active on, on eBay because he's adding new listings. But again, like he's not getting any bids on any of his auctions. He's got like 20 of them up there. And it's like, I want to write him and say like, you know, I've noticed you've got like 20 figures up there. You're probably not getting any bites because you don't have a reputation yet. And, you know, I'm, I'm offering this deal to you to kind of get you started as long as, you know, you make good on it. Uh, it'll it'll help you out and you'll probably get some bites on these other auctions but like i I don't know i've already sent two messages and he hasn't replied and i i just i don't i just my ego won't let me do it so but i want these figures it pisses me off if you want them swallow your pride and fucking send another message yeah it's kind of like ah yeah i don't know i might like i don't know if i mean if I like, I don't wheel and deal, so I'm that's not me. I'm it shows like weakness. It. Like, if you're messaging somebody and they're not getting back to you, and it's kind of like the first one that cracks loses. I don't know if you ever saw the Wolf of Wall Street. It's like part of the sales pitch is like you and you wait and you wait, and the first one who talks loses. And it's true because you know, he I don't know what his situation is. He could either be like a genius or a complete idiot. So it's like if I crack and message him for a third time in a row, he's going to smell blood. And he's going to be like, this guy really wants these figures. So I'm going to say like, you know, $140 or $150 or whatever, and I'll just walk away. And it's like, I thought I kind of had the upper hand because no one's biting on his auctions. And I could, you know, I could offer him a deal and kind of get him started. And I could come up with a, you know, a price that's, that we can both agree with that's maybe a little below comparisons, but you're paying a little bit to get your reputation established, but I'm also not ripping you out. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not suggesting like 10, $15 a figure either. I'm, you know, willing to pay like 20, 25. Well, you do the shady J special and you hit him with the low offer first, be like 10 bucks. 
<laughs> I've done that, and people have jumped at them sometimes. Yeah, he's like, you never know until you put the number out there. Be like, yo, uh, see, so you got all this stuff sitting here. You're closing in 20 minutes. Uh, how much for all of this? Well, what do you think? Uh, 20 bucks? Well, they're all <laughs> staggered. They're all staggered. So it's like once some of them end in six days, some of them end in three days. Like they're all, they're all kind of staggered. So it's not like I can. But I just yeah, feel but some like have lapsed. You said so, like that, like knowing yeah, that not, they're la- they've lapsed. I mean, that kind of shows that nothing. No one's really buying his shit. So oh, they're not because I keep checking his feedback to see if anyone's made any transactions with them, and they haven't. And all the figures that he's put up are still all up there with zero bids. Yeah. I just feel like messaging them and, and like I said, I, and you know, and saying like, I'll give you $120 that's shipped. Like that's with shipping. That's $25 a figure plus the shipping for the, for the four figures that I mentioned and it will establish a reputation for you. And then you might get some bites on your other auctions. Once people see, you know, that you've actually done something. Done nothing in this business. Absolutely nothing. Exactly. But part of me is saying like, well, fuck you then. If you're not, if you're going to ignore me, then, you know, wallow in it, bitch. (laughs) You're stuck with it. It's on you. Your fault. So. So that's what you've been up to, trying to whale a deal. (laughs) Yeah. Like I've never had that before, but again, it's probably an experience. Usually somebody will at least get back to me and tell me to go fuck myself at the very least. But at least you're acknowledging me. Just like Rowan Reigns acknowledge you. Acknowledge. Exactly. So, yeah, I've just, I've been trying to expand my, my collection a little bit. But uh, that's about it. Nothing else really. Um, was looking at some old He-Man comic books, like the mini comics, just seeing what they're going for these days and looking at some artwork and that's about it. Oh, you're looking at getting like a, like an original print of He-Man or. No, I've just, I was just kind of looking at the artwork just to kind of, I was, I don't know. I was doing a search for something one day and uh, this old He-Man poster came up. And I looked at it and I'm like, I was immediately transported back to like 1984 because I had the thing, I had this particular poster on my wall, totally forgot about it. I mean, you know, it's 30 years ago, 40 years ago, almost my God. Um, and then as soon as you're I an saw old fuck, it, you're an old as, fuck, you're older than me, bitch. Um, so as <laughs> yeah, soon but as I've I, already, I've already accepted that. As soon as I saw it, I'm just like, Oh shit. Like just like this, it's like the butterfly effect, right? Like this wave of like memories just come flooding through and it's like, Oh, that would be pretty cool to have, but you know, it's 150 bucks. I'm not paying 150 bucks for a poster. Is it, is it like, is it's it this like poster. sealed? Is it, is it like, you know what I mean? Already no, framed and everything no, else? It's not. Oh. No, yes, it's not. No, it's not nothing like that. It's just the poster. It's uh, I'm guessing because, it's probably it's it's like a checklist poster so it's got like i don't know how to explain it It, and it's when the they just introduced the um the horde figures so you'd you'd probably really dig it so it was when the horde figures were brand new they just introduced them and that was like 84 85 ish 
and it's got like He-Man and Skeletor kind of facing off. Snake Mountain and Castle Grayskull are kind of in the background. These are the toy versions, mm. but it's a it's it's hard to explain. It's it's a artist's drawing, but it's based on the toys, not the cartoon. Mm. So it's He-Man and Skeletor facing off, and like all through the poster on each side, they've got like the all the good guys and all the bad guys, and they've got like the little checkmark boxes next to them. Mm-hmm. And then, like, in between them is, like, Hordak running towards the two of them. And behind him are, like, the original five Horde guys that came out in that first wave. And, uh, like, I'm guessing it's probably pretty hard to get one that's unchecked. Because, I mean, nine kids out of ten would check them off. I didn't either. I remember having it up on my wall, and I, I didn't check it off or anything. I just like the look of it. And it's huge. Like, I, I don't know how big it would be like i don't know how to how to say it in in terms of measurements but it's it's sizable is it like a standard movie poster like a movie yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's what i would say it is yeah but it's yeah, just like, like kind of because remember all the po- all those movie posters i had when i used to work at that's entertainment right that's right i wish yeah. i i wish i still had them but you know stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know where those are um but yeah, man, and I I don't even remember how you get them. Like I, they might have. I think they came with like. They didn't come with figures because the the poster's too big. But I, I think, think it was like a, I think they were like a giveaway when you were like went and bought a figure might at have like been. a store. That might have been like shit. buy three figures and and they, they received the poster. poster with it. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I don't remember how I got it, but it's like man, and I kept almost everything, but it must have got wrecked in a move or who knows what happened it was just one of those things and then i'm like it sent me down the rabbit hole and i started um i started just looking up artwork and stuff to see if i could find anything else that i had maybe forgotten about there was a couple of things here and there um there was another another poster that i had and just looking at the box art for like castle gray skull and stuff and it's like man like that just takes me back i spent probably a good half hour 45 minutes looking at that stuff oh i do too like my thing is is comic books i'll go and look at comic book covers hence cover comic book a day uh posting on on uh, our instagram at 2bd pods shout out <laughs> um but yeah so i i enjoy like i love artwork I, as you know like in my room all my comic books are up on the well some of my comic books are on the the wall and then i have some prints and some artwork and some spray paint art of like shit i like like i got a mortal Kombat spray paint art i got a megatron spray paint art a he-man spray paint art a batman spray paint art my daughter did a a really cool like geometric shape optimus prime for me uh, that I have up on the wall. So, like, I love art. I love, like, I, I understand what you mean by how you can get lost for 20, 30, 40 minutes just looking at, like, just my, well, one of my things, I don't know what it is about it, it scratches that lizard itch in my brain, is uh, concept art. Like, I love, love seeing all the old, like, like, I remember going back and playing like some of the old uh, Mortal Kombat games. I would yeah, love show you the early a... concepts for figure for the yeah characters. like for characters. Yeah, so like the first uh, the first inception of Baraka, the first inception of Shao Kahn, and I wish they would put out a compilation of that artwork because I would probably buy it if like I could find book. like a like a coffee table book that sort of thing. Yeah. 
I'm thinking I might be getting that He-Man one. The comic book one? No, not the not the mini comic one. The compilation, uh, the history of all the figures. It was by Dan, the Pixel Dan, and those guys. Oh did it. yes, yes, yes. So I'm thinking I might I might uh, order that from the old uh, bookstore and read that. Have that like it, you know, it's just be a cool piece to have in the to in, thumb through. Yeah, in a well, just in on the shelf somewhere there with a couple of He-Man figures, and then you know you can thumb through it and see some really cool concept art because Lord knows there's probably tons of concept art for, for like some of that, the older cartoons that we've watched. Like, could you like transformer concept art must be absolutely bananas to, to do like, you know what I mean? Like oh, to, yeah. to go and try to find it. Cause it's probably super expensive to try to find like a piece, like even in an animation cell from the 86 transformers cartoon. Right. Cause yeah, some yeah, people I've sell that them. type of stuff. I've seen them up on on eBay. I think like two, three hundred bucks a shot for like a like, single cell. Yeah, but could like I'm just like what, what like what like if you were to get yeah like if you could get any cell from the cartoon, what would it be? Would it be like the Constructicons on the screen? Is it Megatron with the Energon axe fighting Optimus? Like what? I what would, would say be that? it would be it would be Megatron facing Optimus for sure. I mean that's the age old battle or failing that um zombie optimus yeah like zombie optimus would be cool when he's sitting in the ship and he's missing the eye and the arm and he's at the controls and he's like until all are one like that's a such an iconic moment for me that is a dope uh that is one of my favorite episodes as well oh it's how can you not like it i mean it's it's Especially when you we were kids, and the first time I remember the first time I saw it, like we all saw the movie, we're all pissed off that Optimus died, and I mean, I it wasn't a huge blow for me. I probably wasn't as affected as somebody like yourself, who was a huge huge Optimus fan. I was just kind of, I was bummed that they killed all the the basically the original guys, and it's like even Megatron's gone, like Galvatron. I wasn't buying that shit. I've said that a million times. But um, that episode, like, I remember when that episode first came on, it's like, holy shit, like, it's Optimus Prime. Like, here's a, a, like, a huge dose of G1 finally coming back. And it's like, this episode is just insane because he's a, like, he's a bad guy, but he's, he's trying to fight it. And it's like, what a cool concept. And of course, you look back at it as an adult and it's like, you're like, we're into into like you know kind of different concepts for heroes so like you know the anti-eternia he-man and the uh the shattered glass optimus and and all that stuff well this is as close as we got to when we were kids having like an alternate optimus prime yeah the thing is is like uh again like you hit it right on the head anything that was always different and e more evil we gravitated towards like it was always the bad guys for me it's always been the bad guys and like well, they were always I mean, the coolest toys they, they were, were the always coolest the coolest toys yeah they're the, the coolest things to do and you're just kind of like oh what do i like as an adult going okay i you know you have to have the good guys to have the bad guys but like every time i go to like buy a figure i don't go looking for the good guy i'm like all right who's the bad guy who's the bad guy in that one well, I mean, I have, 
I have 18 figures combined with the GI Joe, with the, um, the GI Joe classified figures and the GI Joe 25th anniversary. I don't have a single Joe <laughs> there. Every single one of them. Well, you have over. snake eyes. No, I don't. I don't have snake eyes. Oh, I want, okay. I wanted to, I'm, he's one of the guys I'm after. He's like, and Duke is, is like the only other guy. Cause I always wanted him as a kid. Um, but every single figure that I have is a Cobra. Like, yeah. So I have 65, uh, DC multiverse figures, I think close to maybe, maybe, maybe less. I don't know. I, That's I crazy. Um, but yeah, I have, I mean, even the, even my good guys are technically bad guys. I just use them as good guys on the shelf because I have a flash. So he's a good guy. I have the Hellbat Batman suit, so technically a good guy. Etrigan is a demon, but he's possessed by a, a good guy, but he's normally an evil demon, like he's Satan's son, essentially. Grifter, he's more of a mercenary slash whoever pays him the most will he'll work for. Red Hood is part of the Bat family, but he's the anti-hero of the group, I guess. And that's saying something, considering the way Batman is. I mean, do you really consider Batman a hero? Some people do, some people don't. But yeah, like, all my figures are pretty much bad guys. Like Joker, Luther. Oh, I have a Wonder Woman. Okay. You have some He-Mans. I got one He-Man, yeah. I got a He-Man, and I have uh, the transforming He-Man. And that's it. And then She-Ra. And then the rest of them are all bad guys. <laughs> and you got Optimus and yeah, like, but Optimus is like the Optimus is the oh my uh basically the the epitome of goodness I guess for me he's the only real good guy I really like I don't yeah. know why so it's it's Optimus um yeah but, but I mean I mean think... but I was just talking like multiverse figures I got I got yeah. maybe two two out of the forty or fifty figures that are here. Because, like, I mean, like, when you think about it, like, I have the Mortal Kombat figures. I have Scorpion, but is he really a good guy? No. (laughs) I have Spawn. I mean, he is technically a good guy, but it's Spawn. (laughs) So it's like... Kind of anti-heroes. Yeah. I mean, I have Raiden, but, you know, I guess. I don't know. But I got Noob and then Sub-Zero. Baraka. Those are are my jam for the, the Mortal Kombat figures. I mean, I'd like to get a Kano because Kano's kind of my guy, but you know, I don't think they made one. Can't yeah, remember if they weird. made one. He's an OG. Yeah, I'm excited for the the, the new game, man. I'm excited to maybe see some new new merchandise, new figures. So that'd be kind of interesting if if McFarlane gets to keep the uh, the franchise, then we might get I might get these new versions of Mortal Kombat one characters because like. Liu Kang is Fire God Liu Kang. And like Sub Zero and Scorpion are brothers in this version. Ugh. I don't know, man. I'm I'm kind of excited about it. It's you know. You know, there's gonna be characters that we've maybe never even seen before, like complete new characters, which would be kind of cool. I'm excited about the cameo system, you know, the the little uh, tag assist characters, because those are gonna be like distinct and exclusive as well so those characters are only only going to be exclusive cameo characters they're not going to be able to be played any any 
way else other than as a cameo character, which is kind of neat. I'm excited, man. Uh, new toys. They need Where to bring back it? Havoc. Uh, that's the rumor. He's back. The rumor is, is he's back. It's basically Skeletor. That's what I always liked about him. It reminded me of Skeletor. Yeah, he came from the realm of chaos. Skeletor should be a friggin' cameo in that, in Mortal Kombat. Oh, dude, that'd be so dope if it was. But you never know. Who knows, man? Ed Boon, he's like, he's always trying to do some weird stuff. Ed so. Boon can lick my taint. Well, then you don't get another Mortal Kombat if that happens. <laughs> or it wouldn't kill him. Uh, I've seen you. We, we know what you look like. <laughs> I've seen your taint. I've, I've seen you how you live, sir. So, <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> I think when we lived together, you were more of the uh, the uncouth one. As compared oh, I was to a myself, pig. Sir. I'll admit I was a pig. All I but, saw were uh, I knew when there was when there was a uh, styrofoam hamburger, an empty styrofoam hamburger wrapper. And uh, some Pop-Tart foil wrappers laying around. That was pretty much you. Yep. Old skunk ape. That's right. So you were mentioning, we were kind of talking offline a bit before we got going here. Um, you were mentioning a podcast, Behind the Bastards. And you were talking yeah. about, I've never heard of this. That's hilarious. So Talk essentially what, yeah. So essentially what this podcast is, it's uh, basically they do deep dives on really bad people, like dictators and whatnot. Okay. I've only just, uh, the only reason I've started listening to it is because of the Vince McMahon thing. Now, normally these guys will only do like a one episode type thing because they usually run about 45 minutes to sometimes an hour and a half. Yeah. So sometimes they'll do, you know, if it's a major dictator or someone who's a real fucking bastard, you know, you might get two, you might get a couple on Hitler, you might get a couple, a couple episodes. These motherfuckers have gone in on Vince McMahon. They're on episode six. <laughs> like it's that's a six part they, series that's because he's a part of their like it, it's it's hard to do one on like napoleon or somebody that lived before you were around but the like they witnessed vince mcmahon so that's no like but i mean like they've like they've done weinstein and that was a two-parter <laughs> so yeah but so you know what really i mean knew anything about weinstein you know what i mean like I knew we made movies and shit, but I couldn't sit here and talk about them for an hour and a half. Vince McMahon, I could talk about for four or five hours, probably, if you really wanted to. Yeah, but these guys aren't wrestling guys. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, That's these guys aren't wrestler. Like, this isn't a wrestling podcast. This is just a podcast talking about bad people in the world. And they usually go in-depth and do historical backgrounds. And like I'm saying is, is like, Vince McMahon has six parts and like fucking uh, Weinstein maybe had two, maybe three parts. So you're kind of like, holy shit. <laughs> like, how, what, what, like, what did they talk about? Like, the first one is, of course, about like the steroids and, you know, some of the backroom deals he did. They talk, basically, they bring up everything in Dark Side of the Ring. Okay. Um, so like they basically they 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 they're following all the the hot topics right now like how many women have sued him for sexual assault how many people has he paid off like <laughs> it, it's I mean there's more apparently apparently there's more now that it's that's coming to light but I mean now he's fifty he has forty nine percent control of the new conglomerate of WWF and UFC together 
Yeah, he's also second in command. Uh, Dana White technically is under him. Mm-hmm. So because I've, of I've the always way they, said that. Yeah. I've always said that about Vince. Like, you remember you were going on about how like he's done, he's fucked, and this was like months ago. And I said, no, he's not. Like, he's still running the company. I guarantee it. Um, this is a guy that beat the U.S. government in court. Like I'm, I'm absolutely 100% convinced that in the, in the nineties, he probably sniffed Coke off of Hillary's ass. Like this guy is just untouchable. Like you, you're, you're not going to stop him. I, I, I'm still convinced he'll outlive us. Like I, I, you know, it's insane. Yeah. I mean, he's 78 years old, 78. The mustache and everything is just awesome. I love it. <laughs> he looks a like greasy, greasy looking bastard. I just love it. A, a buddy of mine I've been talking to about it. Like he was a big wrestling fan back in the day. Not so much, kind of like me, not so much now. And uh, we were talking about Vince and just kind of laughing about it. And I said, have you seen his, his pictures lately? And I sent him the picture and he writes back. He's like, my God, Why? And I said, because he fucking can. That's why. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just shocked that he's still uh, still kicking, man. Like, you know he's probably did some hard living. Oh, he's, <laughs> he'll say it himself. He, man, coke, steroids, everything. When, I wonder how long him and... Linda have been separated. Apparently it's been like decades. I always thought they kind of had a, an agreement. Like there's no wish. Like she had to have known like what kind of guy he is. And we're like, it, it's funny too, because like, since we're on the, the topic of Vince McMahon, um, like as a kid, and I've said this many times before, I didn't realize that he owned the WWF and it's, you know, I always thought of him as kind of this, he was the good guy, baby face uh, commentator. And, you know, he was like, he loved Hulk Hogan and hated the bad guys. And you kind of saw him as kind of this wholesome, like back then, you saw him as kind of this wholesome character. And then, you know, as time has gone by in the 90s, we kind of learned what kind of a prick he was. You get into the Attitude Era and he's, you know, he's got Trish Stratus in her underwear on her hands and knees barking in the middle of the ring. And he's, he's got uh, Stacy Keebler doing strip dances on his desk. And which is a great meme, by the way, I love that meme. Uh, the faces that he made during it when he crosses his eyes and falls over in his chair. So awesome. But anyway, you find out like what a friggin' like, just, I don't Like you just find out what a dog he is. And it's funny because you kind of always think like, was he always like this? And you're thinking back to the eighties and he was just such a wholesome kind of character and you were safe watching WWF. Like, you know, you were safe if you were a seven or an eight year old watching it, you weren't going to see anything crazy. And, you know, Vince McMahon kind of represented this, you know, this wholesome character, but then you find out like these allegations are going back to the eighties. So behind the scenes, you know, he was this like total like tail hound. And he's like, he's paying off these women. And it's, yeah, 
I always thought he was just the cutthroat businessman back in the eighties, but no, he was just, he was a bastard. (laughs) Yeah. Hence behind the bastards bastards for sure. But yeah, there's lots, there's lots to, to dive into. So if you're, you're ever in a, in a, want to go down the, the evil, uh, esque uh, trail, you go and you, you listen to behind the bastards and you find out about all these horrible humans. I'm going to have to look that up for the, for just for the Vince McMahon ones alone. I can't help it, man. Like I was talking to this other guy about it and uh, he, he goes like my boss actually from work, he goes way back to with, with wrestling, like loves it. And I'm just like, I can't help it, man. Like I know he's a prick and I know he's done these things, but man, he's still like such a huge part of my childhood. It's kind of like Bill Cosby. Like, I know the things he did, and they're disgusting, and, like, it's hard to, like, I I was watching a few episodes of The Cosby Show not long after, and it's like, I can't watch these. Like, I just, it's not like, oh, you know, I can't watch him because he's an evil prick. It's like, I watch it, and that's all I can think about while I'm watching it is, like, in between takes, what was he doing? Dude, there's an episode of, of The Cosby Show. Which just, what they did was they took out the uh, the laugh track, yeah, and they just put this eerie music behind it, and it's the episode where he makes his barbecue sauce, <laughs> and everyone gets all like lovey dovey when he makes oh, his barbecue no. sauce, and yeah. like you hear that eerie music behind it, and he's like, "Look at them, it's my sauce." Oh. I'm telling you, it's my sauce. Oh my god, it's absolutely so creepy. You got to find it and watch it. I just, just like. You feel so dirty watching it. You're just like, oh my god, this is what this this was what this man was really thinking about. <laughs> but when I was like, my point was, is I still can't hate him. Like I just, I can't because he was oh, such I can. a, I can, such I a can. huge part of my childhood. And it's like I don't want to believe that he did these things. And it's, it's the it's the same kind of thing with Vince McMahon. It's like, man, he's like he was my hero for so long, and it's like. He still kind of is because he, you know, he, again, he beat the, the U S government in court. And it's, it's just like, man, like he just does whatever the fuck he wants and just doesn't give a shit. And no one is stopping him. Like no one can stop him. It just, it feels like he's more untouchable than like Donald Trump. And you see, like, it's funny. Cause apparently the two of them are pretty good friends and it's like Donald Trump is going through all this crazy legal shit right now. And Vince McMahon should be right beside him in the courtroom, basically. And he's not. Instead, he gets promoted to second in command of this giant, like, multi-billion dollar conglomerate. <laughs> and he makes, like, you know, he, he, I don't know how many billions of dollars were just put in his pocket. Like, it's insane. Four, I think it was four billion. He made four billion uh, off he, the deal. Yeah, he probably cleared four or five billion after the deal. And it's like it's crazy. It'll be interesting to see what happens when he does pass away. Well, like who's, I, who steps yeah. up? Like, is it, is it, is it Shane? Is it triple H? Is but it see, Stephanie? The business is, the business is gone, right? It's, that's not his decision anymore. Well, no, but like he, he still owns 49% of the share. So when he dies, who takes those shares over? But it doesn't really matter because it's the minority ownership. So if if the conglomerate, I can't remember what they're called, um, 
the conglomerate that now owns them, Showtime or whatever it's called, I don't even remember. It's not Showtime. It's like they uh, can, Endeavor. Endeavor. Endeavor, yes. They can make up their own mind. They can say, uh, yeah, you know, we want Triple H and Shawn Michaels to run this thing, or we want Shane McMahon and Stephanie McMahon to run it, or whatever. But they, like, they don't have to. So it's not like, you know, Vince can't leave anything in his will. He can leave the 49% to to Triple H if he wants to, but it's up to Endeavor to say, yeah, we're going to put you in Vince McMahon's role. Like he doesn't just get it. No, no, that's, that's not what I was saying. I was more like, who's going to, who's going to have that part of the company? Like, yeah. Who's going to own it? And who's going to be like the wrestling guy that, cause like, I mean, really when you think about it, Endeavor doesn't have any wrestling people on, on staff other than who they brought in from WWE. So it's only fair to think that when, Vince goes, somebody else from WWE will probably take over that role per se, like the, yeah. to run the day to day. I'm just thinking about like, you know, they might, the, the person who has the 49% uh, share may have some sort of input on who gets to do that. They wouldn't, they would have no input, but it would be up to Endeavor if they want to listen to them. Like that's, that's the weird thing. Cause you think about it, like, 49% of a company, you should have some sort of stroke, but in reality, the person that controls the 51% can tell you to go fuck yourself and there's nothing you can do about it. That's, that's the, the whole idea behind owning the majority of the company. It's crazy. Right. But then there's also things that can be done. Like votes can be ha happen like, and then you get that type depends of, depends uh, how it's ran. I guess it depends like who's on the board, like who's on the board. Well, essentially that's what it is, right? Like there's the, the board of directors that are, you know, that are appointed to represent that, those portions of those shares, right? Like they may just say, we're putting Dana in charge of everything. Like who knows? Yeah. I mean, they could do that. Absolutely. I'm just thinking it'd be more of a promissory idea to have, someone who knows the business at least come in and you know, advise CM That's Punk. All. Punk's Punk's AEW, man. He's with collision right now. He's got his own fucking TV show to basically <laughs> play with. I heard he was still causing problems. Oh, did he ever start a problem last night? Yeah. Is it real or is it kayfabe? Uh, it's hard to say because there's been such little talk about the actual, implications and fallout from the brawl out fallout um so because they're not allowed to speak to about it legally apparently there was agreements made that you know if you're going to go out and you're going to cut a promo you can't legally say a person's like name so i think he may have been fined last night because he brought up the bucks <laughs> so he basically, he, it was hilarious. He came out and he's like, I'm tired of being nice. And then he, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm tired of being nice. I've said this before. I'm tired of being nice. And then he went into this promo and he was talking about how he brought up uh, basically, you know, that, you know, he earned what he got. He's, he earned to be here. He did. He wasn't just given this because of yes. previous alkalades, that he's, sort of thing. Not lying. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it was an interesting, uh, it was an interesting promo. There was, were some zingers. Um, His promos of, are still the best, man. One of the, one of the zingers was he's, he's like, you know, he mentioned the, the, the owner of WB discovery, the, the CEO. And he goes, you know what he calls me? He calls me one bill, Phil. 
because he believes he knows I'm the truth. And he goes, well, and he goes, none of you got, and he goes, I'm, when you're here, this is going to be where, you know, the truth is, the, the truth is, or something like this. And he goes, you know, the, but, you know, you, you make it with here, you make, you make money with here, not like that other promotion that has some counterfeit bucks. And it was like, oh shit. Cause like, it's still, it's still Tony Khan's company punk. You, you got to remember. Um, but anyway, he was, he, he brought that, he had one of those zingers. Then he brought up another zingers, like right around the end of the, the promo, he was like, uh, if, if you, if you thought I was going to come out here and you feel like I owe you an apology, all right, this is, this is your apology moment. And he goes, I'm sorry that your favorite wrestlers are softer than the way you feel. It was something about being soft anyway. And everyone kind of went off about that. And it was just like, Oh dear. Like there's some shots fired. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, it was pretty good. As far as the actual show went, it was amazing. Like it was, it was really good. Cause like they had some great wrestling, some great storyline advancements. Uh, A couple of new champion was crowned last night. They uh, Wardlow lost to Luchasaurus with Christian interfering, so it was like super awesome, like just a slimy way to win. It was great. It was typical Christian heel Christian, so it was great. Um, yeah, it was it was a really cool event. I was I was impressed with it. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if CM Punk is going to get the same reception when they are in Canada. Um, so that'll be interesting because they have a, a an episode of uh, Collision in Canada, and there it's more of a Young Bucks Kenny crowd. So we'll see how ticket sales go, and see if uh, you know people are going to tune in and watch what Collision is now. Um, but yeah, Canada's always been kind of weird for wrestling, though. Like they, they used to call it kind of like opposite. Like you never know what's going to happen in Canada because I mean, we're the ones that brought Hulk Hogan back. Fuck. We were stupid. We were so stupid. It was supposed to be the rock. Like you were supposed to cheer the rock, but we booed the rock and we cheered Hulk Hogan and yeah, we got to take credit for him winning the heavyweight title again. And, uh, it's Canada's always been kind of weird that way. You never know what you're going to get up here. Well, yeah, we're a little different. Um, I'm just trying to read this article real quick. What he said. Oh, the king is back, baby. That's what That was what he said. The king is back. See, I've watched that epic rant where he went on that, um, that press conference when he was with Tony Khan that got him in shit. I've watched that like three or four times. I just, that's, to me, that's one of the most epic like promos I've ever heard like that whole, just that whole thing. That's just, I don't know, man, he's entertaining. Like, yeah. Here, yeah. here's the line here. Here, here's what he said. He goes, he goes, uh, he then took a not so shiny veiled shot at AEW's young bucks saying that the Warner brothers, uh, discovery CEO, David Zaslav calls him one bill Phil because he is the one true genuine bill in a business full of counterfeit bucks. You're like, yeah, that's oh, like, that's, shit. Like, but that's great stuff, man. Like, that's great promo shit. Oh, I'm not. Hey, I, I love it. I I was like, I, when he when he said it, I was like, fuck. <laughs> that's now I'm like, oh, he's he don't get like I was. It's like CM Punk don't give a fuck. 
No, he's... I don't understand how you can hate CM Punk. Like, I understand you're like, he's the bad guy sometimes and you're supposed to boom and that. But deep down, like if you're a wrestling fan and you're somewhat smart to the business, you should at least admire the fact that he can fucking, he can sell ice to an Eskimo. Like it's insane what he does. Yeah. Oh, I completely agree. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? To close out the promo, Punk said that there are some who believe they are owed an apology, and sometimes it's better to be the bigger man in a situation. To that end, Punk did apologize by saying that he was sorry that the only people softer than you are the wrestlers you like. <laughs> like, like just going for the jugular, going yeah. for it, and not, so like good. I said, not giving a, a sweet fuck. No, it's just like, yeah, did. I'm going to. I'm going to say it, and I'll deal with repercussions after the fact. Uh, apparently, he was in the television show made by uh, the guy who did the uh, Green Arrow, Stephen Amell. It's a wrestling yeah. show called Heels. Yes. Uh, Dwight and I started watching that. We've watched the first episode. It actually looks really... He wasn't in the first episode, but it does look like a good series. We just got sidetracked with the new puppy and that and haven't gone back to it, but... Uh... I recommend it. The first episode was really good. Yeah. What's it on? Like, what what does it air on? Oh, I can't remember, to be honest with you. We just, we have TTV, so we, it's an You have free, yeah, you have free TV, you pirate. You don't pay for it. Exactly. I'm going to report your IP address right now. So anyway, um... I think it might be on Crave. I can't remember, but uh, I got rid of Crave. I got rid of Crave. I got rid of Netflix. Oh, it sucks. Yeah, we got rid of Netflix. Um, it, uh, excuse me. It's a really cool show. Like it's, it's basically. I'll give you a quick synopsis, and then you can decide if you like it or not. So it's called Heels, um, because this wrestling federation. It's like goes. It reminds you of the old territory days. Uh, this this guy ran a territory and he passed away and he gave the company to his eldest son and his son runs the business and it's kind of a cool uh, swerve because the son is a heel in the like usually you're the baby face right because you're trying to carry the company but he chose to be a heel and he's the champion and his mm-hmm. like his brother his real brother plays like the top baby face and they play as brothers on like, you know, that's, the, they use that as part of the, part of the storyline. Like, you know, I'm the evil brother and he's the baby face brother. And, uh, you know, he's the big fan favorite, but in real life, the guy that's the heel is actually like a really good guy. And the guy that's the, the baby face in that is just like a womanizing alcoholic prick. Like he's just, you know, he's just a douchebag. So it's called heels because one guy is heel on camera and the other guy is a heel in real life. And I don't want to ruin the plot for you, but it's, it gets interesting. Like, as I say, like the, I've only watched the first episode and it's, it's good. Like there's a really cool story right in the first episode. I'm sold. I'll go download it. It's worth your time. It's definitely worth your time. Sounds good, man. There's some homework for me. I can't say much about like how the rest of the series goes, obviously, but 
based on that pilot episode, if if the rest of the episodes are you know along that line, and CM Punk is in it, that sounds awesome. Yeah, he plays like a a weird character. I guess a journeyman wrestler. He yeah. comes in. Yeah, be interesting to see. I, I like to I'm see his punk. acting chops for sure. I'm a I'm a punk mark, so you know the way she goes. Buckshot's yeah. probably disgusted by that, but. Uh, Book Buckshot had some hatred last night when she heard the the promo. I'm assuming it got she got heated, um, but again, I'm not sure if it's kayfabe or shoot. Seems seemed more like a shoot than anything. But yeah, of course, we all him. we all know oh. that he likes to blur the lines, and he's very good at it. And so are the Bucks. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I think that's a good place to end, my friend. You looking to get rid of me? All right. Give her, give her socials then, bitch. I will. Uh, as as I as I mentioned before, we have the Instagram with Comic Book a Day, Mo Tuesdays, and of course uh, Weird Wednesday, Figure Fridays. Don't have anything for Thursday. Usually it's just random stuff. Don't forget about Muscle Mondays; those are always fun. Um, so you can check us out there at the Instagram at Two BD Pods with a Z. Of course, you can find us on Twitter, where we basically put all the other interesting things like links to videos for wrestling that sort of thing you can find us at 2bd pod on twitter and of course you can listen to us at spotify just by searching the retro 2bd podcast do the same on all other brands except for apple because they won't let us on for some reason um other than that my friends yeah blame me it's probably something to do with maybe copyright the music something like that but they've ever yet to tell me why. So, but every other place will let you yet let you listen. So definitely check it out. And as we always say at the end of every podcast, dare to be stupid. Peace. Peace.